Well, hey, I'm Todd, and I want to welcome you to another reading of the Bible. As we continue the origin story phase of who Jesus is, we continue to travel through the book of John. John's story about who Jesus is really covers the time from about 30, right around 30 AD. It's just three or four years of Jesus's ministry. And John is talking at first about the creation of the world. Okay, and just a reminder of where we've been in the first five verses, he establishes that Jesus is from heaven, that Jesus is God, that Jesus existed before creation, that all things were created through Jesus, that Jesus gave life to all things, and that Jesus brings light into the darkness. And now he brings it forward from the creation all the way to what would be his current time, the current time around 30 AD, when the story of who Jesus is is written. And so to set up this account, um, he wants to give us a little backstory, and he tells us about the character of John the Baptist. Now, we're just going to skim kind of past John the Baptist, because many of the other writers tell a lot more about his life than John does. So let's start in John chapter 1, verse 6. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. John himself was not the light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. Okay, so in that verse, he tells us a couple things and some things you need to know. Two things you need to remember. John the Baptist is not John the Apostle. John the Baptist is not the one writing this book. Okay, those are two totally different people. John the Baptist pointed the way to Jesus. John the Apostle uh, basically walked with Jesus and then told people about Jesus after Jesus' death. Okay, two different guys same name. The other thing about John the Baptist you need to know is that he is not Jesus. He's not the Messiah. It clearly says right there that he's not the light. He's simply a witness to tell about the light. Uh, I had a friend, um, I have a friend who's one of his favorite verses um, is a quote from John the Baptist where essentially John says, Jesus must become more and I must become less. And I think as a faithful Christian, we should all seek to be like John the Baptist, preparing the way for Jesus to come, but never really stealing the spotlight from trying to make Jesus famous versus make ourselves famous. So let's continue. Verse 9. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Now that's just a very simple verse, and you might just skim right over it, but it's worth repeating that God came into the world, that God stepped down from heaven to become a man. Uh, There's a a Marvel movie called Doctor Strange, and I remember seeing it, and there's this one scene where Doctor Strange is fighting against this evil uh, being, and the evil being is separate from time. And the way that Doctor Strange wins the battle is by trapping this eternal being inside of a time loop. And I have to imagine that God felt something extraordinarily wrong about having to move from heaven into the thing he created. Can you imagine that you're in heaven, you're separate from time, you can do all of these things, you can be anywhere, anytime, all-powerful, all-knowing, and suddenly you are inside the womb of a woman, growing as a human. You've got to wait nine months to be delivered, and after that time, you've got to wait 30 years to do your ministry, and after that time, you've got to wait three more years until your certain death that you know is going to happen. Can you imagine being God with all that power and then stepping into the world? I just think that verse is amazing and worth spending a little bit of time on. Verse 10, it continues this way. 
He came into the world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. So Jesus came to the world, but nobody recognized him. And his own people, the Jews, they rejected him. And so this idea is that most people rejected Jesus's testimony. There were some that followed him, and some people had their lives completely transformed by Jesus's ministry. But really, it was a small group because the ministry of Jesus didn't take hold until after his death. And so you would expect that people would be worshiping Jesus, that they would see the miracles, they would worship, they would be transformed. But we read right here that John's setting the stage that people do not follow him. Let's continue and finish this up. Verse 12. But all who believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. The whole key to John's story, the whole key to John's uh, gospel is in this one little section, these two verses. He shares it right up front. Faith in Jesus is the key to life now and into eternity with God. A faith that is like being born again. It's like being a new creation, being remade into a spiritual child of God. Now, I hope that you've accepted Jesus and that you have that faith, but if not, continue on with me and we'll read all of these testimonies of who Jesus was. The way that you get to be with God is through faith in Jesus. Let's pray. God, I praise you that you came and stepped into our world, that you humbled yourself to become like a human, trapped in time, trapped with all of the pain of life, because you loved us so much that you did not want to leave us alone. And God, I pray that every person who hears my voice would know, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that eternity with God awaits them if only they would have faith in the one we know as Jesus. God, I thank you that you've transformed my life and that you transformed the lives of my family. God, I love you so much, and I pray this in your mighty name. Amen.